Hey, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in, or whatever is the vernacular for podcasts these days, in this bonus episode or extended episode of my interview with Karthik. I poured myself the remaining Kraken rum and listened to this last little bit, and I must admit, I'm a little spellbound. You know, we touch upon a few things, but I feel like this is something that people need to listen to and think about in terms of how they interact with people, how they share who they are, how their existence matters. In that regard, I want people to know that there is help out there. It's the Suicide Prevention Hotline, and it is 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK. And I need people to think about that if you're ever thinking or you just need someone to talk to. Seriously, reach out. Here is the excerpt from the interview that I just, it couldn't fit with the episode, but I really feel like people need to hear it. So here it is. Enjoy. This is Champagne is also a band podcast. One songwriter, one song. I'm Sven, your host for a journey into the music of Champaign-Urbana. Recorded in the Blue Box studio with a songwriter from the Champaign-Urbana music scene, past or present. Champagne is also a band podcast is a member of the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. So yeah, I'm like that. That's too. about yeah. That's about my uh, my or, speed. Your workflow. <laughs> yes. Well, I and and most most of my podcasts take about um, usually represent about ten hours of work, and easily. we appreciate that. Just for well, the you know, that's fine. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't need praise. Actually, if it, I'm oh, still you... trying to figure out a way that I can like still have an impact, but nobody knows that it's me, and that I can just completely disappear you're not even remotely the first person that i've talked to in the scene that has felt that way and i relate but you know i mean i i don't want to exist without a purpose but i also would like the the ability to not exist um that's the complications of things like doing music in a solo context because there's sometimes when i'm like yes i need to make the sounds so arrogant but like the Mm. the the politics of caring about myself in um a north american culture that hasn't always been super thrilled with me caring about myself Mm. and like i can't really do that while also being the man behind the curtain necessarily yeah so then I go all in. I'm like, well, I'm going to insert myself into these other spaces within the performance area because I right. might as well be 
Yeah, no, yeah. There, there's an appeal theoretically to just somehow not be invoking the politics of my six foot five plus body hmm. being in a physical space. Wow. Have you always been tall or just, well, at I mean, one point, at ever one point, since you grew up, you've at, been that tall. At one point, I wasn't in high school, so I wasn't super tall. The, mm. Like the last four to five inches kind of came with that into early collegiate times. Oh my. Um, whenever I talk about being a child, I always just say like, yeah, when I was small. And then I add this because, you know, I don't want to step on everyone's good times. Like if you want to yeah. imagine me like long haired and bearded as a baby, like go ahead. Like, I don't want to be like too jarring. <laughs> if, if you yeah. need like the signifier of that to be me. Cool. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But so I, I mean, there, there's, there's a visibility and you know connotations to that Mm -hmm. whereas you know if i was white and this hairy and this size it wouldn't have the same reaction Mm. it draws attention and at certain points i have to just embrace that i think so how do you embrace that um by being really direct with what i'm going to be and this isn't necessarily literal Mm -hmm. but when i'm going to be quiet versus when i'm going to be loud like it it can't be just for the sake of it i see because i'm drawing more attention on top of the attention that was already going to be there i have mixed feelings about that i've i've different relationships with that over time i can't say it's 100 yeah. like i always feel like pretty freaking great everyone's like seeing me like sometimes it's like i just want to like melt into the trees that are somehow inside this building hmm. that oh look at that there's a tree i'm in the tree now you can't look at me we're all just gonna see this thing and i'm not gonna be there and that's cool because hmm. we can enjoy this other thing without me being remotely there and then at some point uh going back to the whole notion where it's like yeah but also there's a communication of love and appreciation that's like oh i'm an identifiable person and i'm there even if you don't know anything about me you know my sincerity of presence yeah and i did when i was doing the original solar shadows solo stuff there was a trio that wasn't called a trio. And then I came back as a solo thing of that. And then more recently I've been doing that as an improvised trio again. But in, in the solo times, which may happen again at some point, I was using a typewriter. And I was contact micing the typewriter and running it through some of the same effects, but in a different configuration. And so I was using my rhythms that I was typing and then messing with the hog to generate pitched tones out of that in relation to the words uh-huh. that I had already decided I was going to type. And then mm. when things reached their looped crescendo or like undulating, like crackle, cause there'd yeah. be pitch, but there'd also yeah. be dissonance. I'd pull out the piece of paper and I'd start reading it huh. over that. And one of the things that I have been saying in some of those sets since 2008 depending on what the letter was was even our 
even our absences communicate. Mm. The specific line being, even our absences communicate. Karthik's at the show. He's always at the show. If he's not here, there must be something wrong. Mm. So this has been a thing about me for a while. I see. So I, I'm going to just dig into this, even though it isn't particularly about the scene. But so the last and and, and I apologize because these probably haven't been your last two shows, but the last two shows that you have performed at that I've been at, you've mentioned and we can drop it. We can not pick it up. Um, you mentioned that there was a promise that there was a trio that there was that you two people in particular that you were um yeah that you were going to be performing this kind of thing together and well we weren't performing it together it's just like you know can i ask you a counter question that might anchor my my answer a little bit better did you talk to anyone before you formed this podcast did you make a commitment to anyone verbally? Uh, not not particularly, okay. but uh, it was, let's just say it was suggested to me. Okay. And then I thought, well, what the heck? Why don't I at least try it, you know, at yeah. the very least? So in this case, there were two people that I had conversations, multiple conversations in one case, a few conversations in the other case, uh-huh. which I was egged into lovingly egged into like going ahead and putting some of these ideas into form Mm -hmm. and uh, the way i grew up at least with my mom's side is that your word means something yeah and a lot of the times people hedge and they say well i didn't promise anything but then that makes your word the rest of the time not mean anything right so effectively my word was that i was going to go for it and actually play music it wasn't necessarily going to be solo but i was mm. going to put these song ideas out and and one of them um was a dear friend of mine that got me into college radio in the first place and the other was uh the guitar player slash singer of honestly one of the greatest bands that have ever occurred let alone out of the midwest let alone specifically iowa but he was living in uh normal illinois uh-huh. At the in the, the later stage of things, and we became little, you know, friends at that point. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, like he even listened to my college radio show sometimes and stuff like that. But yeah, but now neither of them will be able to hear these things. So it's kind of important for me to kind of keep my word with it. There's a lot of times when people go, "Oh, I'm going to." Like, this has a shelf life. I'm going to kind of do this for however long. I'm convinced that as long as I play music, the project that I came in with today, regardless of what form it takes, will still be going as long as I can literally play music. So, I... uh, And so so a lot of times you've seen, like, I invoke the fact that I gave my word. Right, but... uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, may I just go, go, go traipsing ahead. over what, what seems, um, 
difficult to say is when you say that they will not be able to listen to your uh, work. 2002 uh, in the first case. Uh, if I get this wrong, I'll be so annoyed. But I believe 2003 in the other case. Uh, gone. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Sorry. Right. I, I study... The thing about medicine is that people don't come into that scenario uh, in their best mm. condition, necessarily. So, you study dissolution, decay, mm -hmm. uh, entropy, in a sense, yeah. um, more than anything else. And so, when things are sudden... That is mm. a very specific kind of jarring. And there's other kinds of, like, within the medical profession, there's there's certain kinds of specialties that kind of fixate more on those jarring things. Right. And, like, I get that. But when you're at a point when I'll, you're not necessarily specializing one of those, like, that makes the sharp, young instances take on a really... Not to be glib, but when you know a certain uh, resolution and a compositional sequence is going to happen, but then that last whatever doesn't happen, it's like that. Right. Because you fit, because, I mean, I, maybe you don't. I definitely am a forward-thinking person. I think about, like, my plans and right. the kinds of uh, things we're going to do, and then just, it's gone. Yeah, I don't. I, no, I, I feel like fine. I don't. No, no, no. Yeah. That's. That, I mean, yeah. I feel, but I, I'm. I'm concerned about the way that you feel about it, about because I, I sometimes I don't. I feel like we're not. Yeah. I. I yeah. <clears throat> sometimes I don't feel like I am bringing as much as I should be, because I'm imposing my own criteria on what I'm doing in, for example, this hmm. project. Because you feel uh, how it reflects upon the promise you made? Yeah, because, like, okay. what, we, what I came in with today isn't what I was playing in 2005, 2006. Hmm. But am I doing the most with what I'm doing right now? Isn't that... <laughs> oh yeah am i expending that battery is what yeah. i like to think of it's like uh what am i bringing to someone else what am i bringing to myself is can this be sustainable and it hasn't always been sustainable that's what you're hearing right now there there were stretches in which i was playing every show like it was my last show and it was and, just kind and, of wrecking and, me and was that I know that we've touched upon that with some of with some interviews that I've done with you in the past, but also just is this like are I know that you mentioned, and I don't know if this was something that was just kind of pushed aside, but like you. It was the desire, you're, you're speaking of the desire to not, you're like, it's not worth it to actually perform out, not necessarily 
your existence is no what, no okay but like i i just whether I, I whether like, to just really because like maybe i some of the some of those pedals have been on the ground uh on a table that got literally upended because mm-hmm. i thought maybe it was 100 percent my last show and i given everything i could and i literally played for hours at a basement that currently still exists but i wasn't sure if it was going to still exist at the time because the original proprietors were moving away as does happen with the house show right. and that was the only place where i felt 100 percent safe to play oh, okay there's still like if you see some of the white paint on some of the cables and stuff like that that's literally from that show in uh 2010 okay and good so sometimes no, it's, sometimes I, it's just that's it <clears throat> Like, I've expended everything that I can. I've given all of myself that I can. Maybe I just settle in and do nothing music-wise. So, as long as... as long, I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to clarify that what we're talking about is more of the, the death of your uh, performance and not Dreams, the maybe. death of you... But I, I know that there's a fine yeah, line there. There is. But at what but point? At what I, point? I just want to make sure that. Yeah. At what you know, point do I end, and what point does the art? Begin? Yeah, I mean and that is the question, right? Of self. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, just in case some yeah. of this makes it in, I just want to make sure that people aren't specifically concerned about you. Is what I'm. Is is all I'm just sure. I, I mean, granted. We should all be concerned about, about each other the all the time. Yeah. But I—I I mean, <laughs> you, you know, I—I—I I, I, I hope that I don't need to clarify what I'm yeah. implying. Appreciate you know. I, appreciate I you just caring, though. yeah. Um, it's it's just very important that um, that's understood. Yeah. And uh, I mean, but yeah, there's but with that framed in mind. At any given time, um, my best versus my worst. Hmm. At my best, I have 50 plus more years of whatever in me. Right. At my worst, you know, we all have our downs. At our, mm-hmm. at, our at my worst, at the last thing that I have booked on the calendar is the last of whatever that I do. And then I just literally give up. But I'm not the person that gives up. Hmm. So that in, invokes a mini crisis. Uh. Hmm. It, uh, yeah, you're 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 putting into words some of the things that I've mulled around that couldn't seem to. That idea of trying to constantly put that one thing that one next thing in front of you because let me put this way someone just to anchor this brian passing away after a car accident matt as far as i understand dying at dying in his bed Mm. they didn't choose to give up on anything so at certain point who am i to quit anything that i can keep doing that gives me anything Mm. that gives someone else anything because sometimes that little bit that you can wrench out and give someone else might change everything hmm that's 
And once you play music live for over a decade, over 14 years or something like that, getting close to, things start to happen. It starts to have an impact on small pockets of people that proceed to interact with other people and give sincerely to each other. Pe- mm-hmm. There's at least a couple of couples that still exist that have like overtly noted that they met each other at one of my stupid shows and like they're still together and things like that, let alone everyone that they've interacted with. Mm. True. True. So it's <laughs> like so it's it's what's weird about doing what I do which I could decide to... I love pop. I love rock. I love all these kinds of music that you see me at. But do I have anything to contribute to it? And I'm not always sure. Hmm. So then that leads to a weird bottleneck in which I'm trying to find this one person. Oh, hopefully it's more than yeah. one, right? You're right. That I don't know is going to resonate with hmm. what I'm doing. Huh. I don't and, know. And they're invisible until all of a sudden they're visible and they're right up next to me that day or the mm. next day at a coffee shop sometimes. Mm. And then in a hush voice, like, I really like what you what you did at the IMC. It was really, nice. it was really beautiful. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And that's, I, a, that's I, a weird uphill challenge when it's like, these aren't the chords that I've come to associate uh, in this sequence at this at this rhythm that resemble other things yet have words that specifically worked for me at this time. Like so, that unanchors the criteria mm. of whether it's reaching anyone. Right. If you have a painting of a landscape, and someone goes, "That's a beautiful landscape." Hmm. Like, I really like what you did with the tree, with the mountain, and that just little wisp that suggests a bird, but it's not necessarily a bird. You, they can articulate that. Uh-huh. With that, with relatively abstract music, where are you going to anchor to? Where are you yeah. going to comment on? The, there's like this proto-language thing that happens with a lot of people where they sincerely want to talk about it, but they don't know where to begin. Huh. But then that risks the creator feeling alone whether or not that's reasonable hmm. so then anchoring to things like promises becomes a little bit more important yeah because that controls for the inherent human wavering yeah because even if even if i market myself as that guy that doesn't give up we all have oscillations we all have highs we all have lows and sometimes your gut doesn't know a darn thing because it forgets 13 years. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> so that's, so there's like wow. two things that I'm doing at this point, almost every set. Yeah. Like I didn't say that stuff this time at the beginning of this, cause it wasn't a full set. But then the other, that the other points so, though, I think I've talked to you about this before, but obviously I haven't talked about it in this podcast. Uh-huh. Um, I start with loops from a previous recording. 
mm. from a previous performance. Uh-huh. I bring the pass up. Hmm. I come to terms with it. It's boundaries, it's shape. And then with one hit, clear it. Hmm. And we're doing this thing now. Yeah, I always wondered where you got that from. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes there have been, for example, just to anchor it, sometimes there have been the loops from a songwriter snake pit at Loose Cobra, and I have a show a few days later, and I still have those on there. Hmm. Them some pedals you got there. Dang. I don't know. So, I mean, it's a compact flash card. They're wave files. Hmm. So if I really want to, I could just like offload it and then uh, practice some other loops and like put it back on. But sometimes, right. sometimes I just practice raw without looping hmm. to discreetly keep those on there without any moving. Hmm. But that's that's uh, I'm not saying that's going to be forever, but that's become the ritual now. I it's mean, a centering it, thing. You know, it it's funny is that um I feel like most people that listen to experimental music will think, ugh, it's just they're just fucking around. They're not doing anything. And then uh, I I can't think of uh, I, I I can't think of any music that is more intentional and is more like specific to intention. I, I, how do I put that? It's just like it. It's like you're totally Mary Poppinsing all of everything. Like everything's got its place, and everything is, you know, there. There is a reason for everything, and it's not like it. it it's like we don't waste anything. You know, I, and, and, no, <laughs> and I just I'm, realized I'm, that, I'm that I said so, I'm Mary Poppinsing. No, I, <laughs> whenever, whenever it ends up happening, I think you've delighted my mom very much. What? My mom, like just with the Mary Poppins reference, you've, you've oh. probably delighted her quite a bit. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, she listens to the podcast. I mean, eventually, eventually she'll probably hear this. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, I saw, I saw the sequel with her. And she had seen the original in the uh, theater. Excellent. She likes Emily Blunt, so, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So then, yeah, obviously, yeah. Like Mary Poppins also. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So then you refer like, to, you, effect, you referred to effectively to her sonny boy as, like, Mary Poppinsing. Oh. Right? <laughs> well, it's certainly a spoonful of sugar, that's for sure. Thank you for listening to Champagne is Also a Band podcast. This is Sven reminding you, great music is out there. Go find it where you live.
You almost have an NPR voice, it's so good. Studio South Beaker on the inside.